Amen. We thank God for today, Pastor Derek Fletcher, coming to you live on all streaming with Facebook, Twitter, Amen, and other applications. We thank God for his goodness, his mercy, and his grace on today. We thank him because of his goodness and his mercy. Hallelujah, Father, we thank you that your word is absolute and not obsolete. Touch the hearers of this word that it will penetrate into the spirit, man, of those <coughs> those that hear and believe. And so, Father God, we call upon you on today as we share. Amen. I will make you a great nation. So we thank you. We glorify you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. On today, we want to share a little bit. And this is Pastor Derek Fletcher <coughs> sharing with you from Yes and Amen. Just want to share a little bit of the word. Amen. Mm. And so on today, <coughs> want to look at Abram, Abraham, amen. And God told him, he said, I will make you a great nation. And so let's take a look. And, and I said one through Genesis 12, one through four, amen. And so at the time, let me just kind of set this up. And so at the time, Abraham, amen. And so we look at Abraham. He wasn't Abraham yet. He was father of a nation, but not of many nations. And so here, the context is Amen. Trying to get my voice to settle down for a quick minute here so we could move into it. And so Terah, which is Abraham's father, his name meant to delay. And, and we're leaving the fact that his father was 205 years old and Terah died in Haram. Haram, glory to God, is the name of Abraham's brother who died. Amen. And so so Terah took Abraham, his son, and Lot, the son of Haram. <coughs> and so they went from Ur of Chaldees. And they went to a place that was a holding place. And they call it Haram. God spoke to Abraham about movement. And so here he says, go away from your country, 
and from your relatives and from your father's house. Or his father had already died. And so his relatives were from, and he was from Ur of Chaldee. And so that was a place where idol worship was the norm. And, and mercantilism relative to idol worship. Now it was a, a place, a hotbed place where idols were made and made money. One would venture to say that possibly their income and their wealth was generated from the idol trade. But God needed to separate out Abram. It says now in Haram, the Lord and the Lord had said to Abraham. So he told him, he said, go away from the country and from the relatives from the father's house to a land I will show, which I will show you. And so he, he needed him to be separated from the traditions. He needed him to be separated from the naysayers. He needed him to be moved out from tradition and the norm. And so how many of you are in a spot where tradition and the norm of maybe ingest and libations, maybe in the area of extra marital affairs. It may be in the area of I'm hiding money from my husband and I want to control my household when God has already called him to cover me. Amen. I don't look, I don't even want to talk about the words submit or serve subservient to my husband. Right. And so, but anyway, Abram had opportunity. God spoke to him. He says, hey, I need you to move. Right? And so that was a faith move, faith move issue. And so I want to read Hebrews 11, 8, and 10. It says, by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance obey. And he went out, not knowing whether he went. So <clears throat> God set him up for an inheritance, but in order for him to receive further, revel further revelation and enlightenment, he had to be obedient. And then in, in Hebrews 11 says, for an inheritance, for a further inheritance, so Abraham had things, he had stuff, and he grew an increase after he was obedient to God. He went to Egypt, and he left Egypt with gold, silver, cattle, and etc. He went to another nation too, and the king had a dream, and, and I can't even remember the name of the nation. I can look into the scripture to tell me. <laughs> Um, but it was a Canaanite. Yeah, the Canaanites. Okay. 
But anyway, God spoke to him, right? Those kings and said, man, you, you, you need to go. You, you, you've been tagged. You've been anointed by God greater than our gods. Hey, here's some silver and gold. Don't come back. Get out of here. You know, we, we don't want to be accountable. Are held accountable to your God. And so the mantle of faith, by faith, he sojourned. And this is Hebrews 11 and 9. In the land of promise and in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. That's what upset him about the Hebrew people. Land flowing with milk and honey. The same place that Abraham got promised and mandated as an inheritance. And the spies went out, and they were a nation then. They weren't just a, a tribe or a small nucleus. Not saying that Abraham had a small how so he didn't he, he it, it over 600 300 servants <coughs> there were fighting men but he had herdsmen he had cattlemen he had sheep men he had so much abundance until lot and he had to split up right he said man you take the left and i take the right or you take the right and i take the left he says more than enough so, so that our abundance won't be be clashing up against each other. And so, the key thing is, right? And and in ten Hebrews eleven and ten says, "For he looked for a city which hath foundation, whose builder and maker is God." And so, in this day and in this time. People are getting direct information from the news media about COVID, the future, about the housing market, about the jobbing market. About prosperity and about increase. Well, we have a man who already had stuff, but when he listened to God, he got more stuff. He understood the value of his time of his of his time of his material assets and his money and he understood that it all came from god how many of you understand that how many of you are practicing the art of time allocation of money allocation that at least 10 percent goes back to god and your gift allocation Right, and you and you're serving, and you're obedient. Well, Abraham was obedient. He heard the command of God. He heard the command of God, and he stepped out. Well, his father, Terah, his name meant to delay, so he delayed. And so Abraham, the promise fell on him. And if you notice, God told him, He said. Go, go, and I'll show you on the way. 
And so in this day and in this time, there's so many people worried about being embarrassed, worried about failing, worried about what the news media is saying, worried about what the left is saying, what the right is saying, instead of looking to the hills, instead of looking to the high place of who God is. And so we see here a man with, land, with I won't say land, but with cattle. He's a nomad, right? He got servants. He got everything except the sun. And so God, he told him to a land which I will show you on the way. So you, you got to trust God and you need to know that by faith on the way, he's going to unlock He's going to unlock the door. He's going to unlock your blessing. He's going to unlock that area of promise and of responsibility that he has for you. Without delay, without unfaith, but by faith. And so he says here, I will make you a great nation. And this is in Genesis 12 and 2. I will not only make you a great nation, I will bless you abundantly. That comes with stuff, but it comes with wit. It comes with a seed. It comes with bountiful increase. It comes with all the raw material to build a nation. God wants you obedient to him so he can build a nation through you so that he can establish himself strong upon the earth through you. What is it God is asking you to do? What is it that he is telling you in your spirit, man, to comply with? Those that worship him must worship him in truth. Hallelujah. Abraham had to find the place of Moriah. He didn't have to. But because of his obedience, he was there. He was delivered there. <clears throat> he was at the right place at the right time to hear the late instruction of God. And, and not only that, but he was able to, his faith was so strong in God when God told him to render his son and, and go, go the, the very thing that he promised him to go lay him at the altar. He said, God will provide for himself a sacrifice. So we're talking about a man who gave his heart and mind and soul and spirit to the things of God, right? With it comes abundance. With it comes the ability to allocate resource upon the earth. The same way people that do it, that don't trust God, and they put their faith on the doorknob on other things. And so he says here, I will bless you abundantly. I will make your name great, exalted, and distinguished. Well, you don't have to worry about proving yourself. You don't have to worry about other people. You don't have to worry, glory to God, about impressing others and what others going to say and all that. Hallelujah. Only thing you need to do is trust in the Lord. 
trust in God, trust in his promises, trust in him that he's going to do us exceedingly abundantly above all that you can expect, all that you can ask or think of. And so Abraham, by his obedience, God is making his name great upon the earth. And he's increasing him material-wise, net-wise. What about you? Will you be obedient? Will you fall in line? Will you just, when God speaks to you, says, hey, just go. Go, and I'll show you after you go. I'll show you after you take one step toward me. In this day of, of, of many things, I believe God by faith. And so I have to step toward those things. It's tough sometimes, right? You're getting uh, the world viewpoint, right? The world is telling women that they control the house, right? I'm, I'm saying control, that that they got to order everybody in the house and that they're accountable to God. Well, God, in his word, called men to lead, not to order, but to lead his family. Lead means to influence, to encourage, to build up, to teach, to impregnate, with destiny and promise and honor. I'm sorry. I, I just, I had to say that, man. And, and some people might be thinking, well, my husband ain't good at this. He ain't good at that. Well, serving in the church, you get to know people and you get to know their strengths and their weaknesses. And you'll have a discovery moment about who they are. And you're going to see some weaknesses, but you cover them and they steal your leaders. Glory to God. Okay. I'm not sure I, why I went on that, but just a whole lot of doctrinal things, doctrine things is really weird that people are accepting from the world. Folks are afraid to serve others because they feel like it's demeaning. Well, Abraham had servants. Abraham had goats. He had sheep. He had a trained regiment of men with families. And so every day, Abraham, from a logistical standpoint, had to figure out how, how all these people were going to be fed, how all these people were going to be housed, how all these people were going to be taken care of. Man, that's serve, that servitude or service at the maximum level. Man, people don't want to serve their spouse. People don't want to serve their children. People want to be self-served. Like, you know, you go to the ice cream and get self-served, you know. Um, Service to others renders an area of humility, an area to see 
the opposite side and, and to be a better leader. And so God told this man, he said, I will make your name great, exalted and distinguished, set apart. And, and to this day, this day, this day, Abraham is the father of Christianity. He's the father of Judaism. He's the father of glory to God, of Mus of Islam. He's the father of many nations. Glory to God, because he was obedient. So in your lineage and in your loins, there's a whole bloodline that is set before you. And God wants to use you. God wants to pull from you those raw materials that he set inside of you. He needs you to activate them. He needed Abram to be obedient. And, and scripture tells us that he saw it as the right position or the right place. He saw it, what God was saying to him as the bee's knees, as the absolute life or death scenario that he had to get involved. He had to get plugged into the things of God. What about you? I will make you a great nation. There's a nation inside of you. There's a nation waiting to come forward. A great nation. And so he says here, and you shall be a blessing. And he's not just doing it for you to look pretty and to, to flaunt it before everybody, lottie dotty everybody. He's doing it. So that you could be a blessing, a source of great good to others. Man, he wants you to be that weapon against the enemy. Your test, your personal testimony of your faithfulness, your personal testimony about the things of God. When other men and women see it, they know, they'll know, they'll know that the Ruach Kadesh. The anointing of God has motivated you to humble yourself, has motivated you to be a light to a dying world, not just with the prayer, not just with the shando shout, not just with the worship and praise, but also with your service to other men and women on the earth. Then he says here in three, and I will bless, do good for benefit. Man, praise the Lord. Forget not the Lord and all of his benefits. There's benefits that come with serving the Lord. There's benefits that come with by faith, resting in the things of God. There's, man, there's some benefits. There's some benefits. There's some things that come with it. Those who bless you, he said, man, people that bless you and I going to bless you. I'm going to bless them. He said, and I will curse the ones who curse you, right? 
that is subject to my wrath and my judgment. Don't worry about the hard times. Don't worry about the persecution. God go, God has you. He's going to cover them. He's going to get after them. And so though the ones who despise you, dishonor, has contempt for you. The ones who trying to get you caught up on a case, trying to get you jammed up. Man, obey and serve the Lord. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about all those things that men worry about. Keep moving in the things of God. Keep striving. Stay and remain obedient to him. And it says, in all your families, the nations of the earth will be blessed. Man, we see the bloodline of, of Abraham. We could see Joseph in there. We could see uh, David in that bloodline. We could see Mary Magdalene, not Mary Magdalene, Mary, the, the mother of Jesus. Amen. We see all that that comes in and, and contributes to the birth of Jesus. Don't you want to obey and serve God so that your name can be great? Abraham's name is great among the nations. God spoke to him about multiplication. That's how he does it. When he speaks to you about the little thing, it's all about multiplying it into the big thing. If you're faithful over the small things, he'll make you ruler over many. You know, that's that seed principle. That's that seed principle. And in you, amen. And then Galatians 3 and 8 he says, in you, in you, in you, in you, in you, in you, uh, uh, in you, in you, as you obey and serve him. It's going to be in you. It's going to come out of you. It's going to permeate to the very ends of the earth. He's going to make your name great. He's going to cause men to be at peace with you. He's going to cause men to give unto your bosom. Don't you want him to make you great through him? And Galatians 3 and 8 says, And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee all the nations be blessed. You want to be obedient so that all the nations will be blessed so that all the nations will be blessed, so that all the nations will be blessed. You want to be obedient to God and follow after him so that all the nations upon the earth will be blessed. He talked with him about increases. He, he spent time with God in the afternoons in the cool of the day. Look up. Your seed's going to be so great. It's going to be as the stars of the sky, more than the stars in the sky. And then Abraham said, Father, I need a, I need a seed. I need a son. 
because all this stuff I got, I don't want my head chief servant to get it. I want it to be in my bloodline. And God told him, you know, he was over 75. Said, man, okay, man, you're going to have a baby, you and Sarah. And everybody's laughing, ha, 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 ha. But God proved himself. He proved himself. He caused that old man to have a, a child. Well, you know, you know, he had two. But it caused with blessings, forget not the Lord God and his benefits that he is delivering through you and in you. Amen. And so forth says, glory to God. I hope this is getting through. I hope and pray that someone sees this and needs to hear it. And so Abraham departed. He heard from God. He heard from God. Then he received from God. He heard and he received. Once he received, he went on his way. Did you hear from God? Did you receive it? And did you go on your way? I know that's funny. Did you go on your way? Did you proceed to the place of promise? And by the way, he showed him. As the Lord had directed him. God is directing you to do something. He's guiding you. He's showing himself strong. But the Holy Ghost is a gentleman. He's not going to force you, man. He wants that activation by faith. He wants you to open up and be activated. You know, back in the day, if you had that curl and you had to spray that activator on it to to engage and, and to, for them curls and to twirl up or whatever. And so he's saying to us right here, I need you to hear me. I need you to obey me. You need to receive the fullness of what God is saying to you. And then you need to move into it. Man, like activator, move into it. And so as the Lord had directed and Lot, his nephew, left with him, Abraham was 75 years old when he left Haram. And so he left. He left the traditions and the mindset of what was natural, what was normal, what was fleshly. He left that. He proceeded and to the things of God. He heard from God. He received it. He put it in his spirit. And then he acted on it. And so that's what I want you to do on today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so that's the word on today. I will make you a great nation, man. But it's work. You can't. It's not an autopilot thing. I mean, once you obey and do what he say, it's autopilot. But before that, it takes a commitment of, of yes 
and amen, come into agreement on the things of God. Let us, let us pray. I know my vocals are a little off today just because my sinuses are acting up. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that Abraham was obedient to you and you made of him a great nation. You made of him a, a example and that his name is, is penetrating and reverberating within what we uh, agree on in Christ Jesus. We see the notation and the annotation in the word of the bloodline and of the lands that were promised to the nation. And we thank you, Father, that you are making us a great nation and that we are obedient, but that we hear you first and that when we hear, we obey. And then when we obey, we get it and get on the way. We receive it and we get on the way. And as we get on the way, you're going to make of us a blessing to the nations. You're going to make in us and through us the ones that blesses, blesses. The one that curses, you're going to curse them. I mean, that's Old Testament. And so we thank you. We yield. We yield our heart. We yield our fleshly man. We yield everything to you. And we receive in obedience all that you say we need. And we secure the title deed from death, hell, and the grave. In Jesus' name, glory to God. Thank you for attending today. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher at Yes and Amen. I appreciate you and taking the time out to join me on today. Be blessed on today. Hallelujah.